The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power. You're listening to PoePolitikin.com. We got you stuck. Got you stuck off the realness. You know what it is. It's your girl, Miss Proper, and I'm on PoePolitikin right now. Politikin with Poe. You better know it. Yeah. We are not one in the same Psycho, my mind is insane I envision the pain I give to your brain Trying to be who you portray You hate me, but nigga, poor cat I'm over here getting paid I'm on my grind different ways A fiend that chase I don't hear what you say Okay, so you got some new jacks Tell me how much did you pay so why is your video full of some shitty hoes looking like Circus Olay? You running the city, your work? Tell me how much if you hurt. See, you say you getting it, but what I'm getting is you only get on my nerves. If she got curves, no one gon' ride. If I say that I won't, that's a lie. I get what I want when I try, but I never pay him no man. I've been reading more on the flip side. Let's go to war, cause the shit ain't right. More fuel, which is what you make night. Ignorance, she's a hit for your life, right? I Respect me, I swear you won't. So why can't I let you distract me, you petty? Smell of an angel, but back to the bomb. So you never know who a nigga might not wait. I done found my mo, I done, I done found my mo. Yeah, I done found my mo, I done, I done found my mo. Put my head to the sky, you just tell me when it go. I done found my mo, I done, I done found my mo. Yeah, 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 ye
to the sky You just tell me when to go How the damn I know Welcome back to PoePoliticking.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you download our app on iTunes. Just type in PoePolitik to the search button, and you good. I'm now politicking with Miss Proper. How you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm wonderful. So let us know about your name, why they call you Miss Proper. Like proper I mean, English or really what? Came to me. <laughs> it's a little bit of everything. It's just like... Me and my totality of existence, you know, from the way I speak, the way I dress, the way I carry myself. It's just, it's a name that fell into my lap and it fits so perfect. And i just been owning up to it ever since. All right. So what's your hometown? Where you from? Well, I was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Shout out to the 2-6. But I was raised in Virginia, Chesterfield County to be exact. I came up in Richmond, Virginia's music scene. Uh, so Virginia's definitely my home, but North Carolina birthed me. All right. And someone would say, describe Miss Proper. What would you say? Who are you? What would you say? Miss Proper? I mean, usually if you see me at an event, I'm going to be laid back. I'm typically kind of quiet. I'm focused. I'm in my zone. I like to have a good time. I'm a positive person. I'm very, you know, deep into protecting my energy. Uh, so you only going to have good effing vibes around me, you know? So what do you mean by protecting your energy? Like not surrounding myself with people who, even if they might not have anything malicious against me, they may just have some negative energy in themselves. These could be people who pride themselves on uh, drama or being petty or just being negative, picking on people, things like that. That's not what I concern myself with. I'd rather be around people who are, you know, goal oriented, who want to have positive, good fun and just live life. We all adults at the end of the day. All right, you kind of went to my next question since we already on the topic. But what do you feel about like law of attraction and positive thinking stuff like that? Oh, I'm definitely uh, deep into the whole law of attraction and everything. Uh, the secret, as a lot of people have gotten familiar with it, um, I definitely believe that it is a reality. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's something that I've perfected and I have figured out because it does take a lot of mental discipline, but. Once you tap into the law of attraction and you learn more about that and how much you do have control over your reality, you actually learn a lot about yourself. And then from there, that's when you can see the changes in your life. All right, y'all. So just so y'all know, the secret is just uh, you are what you think. So it ain't no really no secret. <laughs> it's just call it a secret. But it's really what you think is what you become. It's, it's that it's, it's simple, but it's not as simple as we say it. But it's really exactly. what you think about is what you manifest in your life. You agree or? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, even as simple as, you know, focusing on the things you do not want to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? When you focus so much on the things you don't want, you're still attracting those things in your life. Right. So you really only got to focus on the positive things and the things that you want to bring into fruition, not the things that you're trying to push away. All right. So back back to what we was good. So what, let us know about your background, like how long you've been involved with music, what kind of inspired you to take this path? Well, my mother's a poet, 
<clears throat> um, so I've been writing since I was like eight years old. Started with poetry. Uh, as I got older, I just wanted to experiment with music a bit, you know, try different songs. It was really an outlet for me and things I was going through. Um, and then after I graduated high school, <clears throat> I started an independent label. And I, my goal was just to be in the background. I really wanted to push other independent artists in my area. Um, but I always rapped for fun. So, of course, people around the area, they would hear me featuring on songs and they're like, well, when your tape dropping, where's your tape at? So I'm like, all right, I'll give the streets, you know, give the people a tape, whatever. Then it opened the door for shows. And that first time I stepped on stage, solidified it. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to be in the background. <laughs> I need to be in the forefront. <laughs> so who are some of your influences? Well, Eminem is my favorite rapper. This is not up for debate. Uh, but of course, being from Virginia, we're definitely influenced by like Pharrell, Missy Elliott. That's my favorite female rapper. Um, you know, the clips. Uh, I mean, even production styles of like Kanye West. Right now, I really like the internet. Um, Tyler, the creator, Katrinata. Different sounds like that. But growing up, it was definitely like Eminem, Jay-Z, DMX, Bad Boy, and like bomb nineties R and B. And I was gonna say, even how you were saying your mom was a poet. I mean, you got some like these mumble rappers. I ain't gonna call them poets, but like the lyricists, I feel like they're all poets. I just feel like since it's kind of like a black person's thing, they don't call us poets. But like, if you really think of like history, like we're the poets. <laughs> like we the ones making music with our minds. Exactly. I completely agree. For me, when it comes to hip-hop, it's really the only difference between hip-hop and poetry is that we're just more so on the cadence of the beat, you know what I'm saying? But it's still poetry at the end of the day. All right, and you kind of was mentioning with your influences, so who is your top five right now? Ooh, right now, right now? Right now, right now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh Honestly, like right now, I don't even listen to that much hip hop anymore. Like, I, I definitely like uh, what Chaz French is doing out of the DMV area. Uh, he just recently got signed. He can spit. I like Gold Link, also from the DMV area. But I mean, every everybody I'm listening to is like throwback. The only like new artists, of course, I like Drake. Everybody likes Drake. I'm not gonna say that. I don't. Uh, I don't really do the mumble rap thing. I do have a couple that I do like. I do like 21 Savage's new project, Lil Uzi. I don't put them in my top five at all, though. <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to pick a top five just because it's people from when I grew up that I really enjoyed their music. But now when I'm older, I might not care for it that that much. You know what I'm saying? So what about the female rappers? Because I feel like they get overlooked. Like even when I ask you, like females, they don't say female rappers. <laughs> so did any female rappers inspire you? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I grew up listening to Missy Elliott. Mm -hmm. So as far as the inspiration, I would say like her and DeBrat, because especially for DeBrat's style, like how you saw her dress and stuff like that. She wasn't scared to put on like dude clothes and do whatever she wanted to do and rap about what she wanted to rap about. Um, also Lil' Kim, because she can spit. Everybody knows like the throwback Lil' Kim was really good. I used to definitely listen to a lot of Foxy. Uh, but present day... I mean, I do like Cardi B. I'm not going to lie. Her, uh, but the only thing about Cardi B, like, I used, I like that song, but I, I guess I, like, just figured out that she, like, stole Kodak Black whole flow on that song. So I'm like, that's But I don't take like it as stealing. But that, to me, it's not but stealing, she was but still, it's like. she was paying homage. Like, yeah, but, like, if you write a paper in school and you write that paper just like that, 
they might kind of hit you on that paper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, damn. Nah, like, see, if you properly credit your references, then it doesn't matter. You got to know how to credit your references. So she created the, the reference with the I title? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this title, this page by this author, like this is where I got my information. Cardi B said from Jump that that's Kodak Black inspired her entire flow, the song that she got the flow from and everything. So I don't take that as stealing. Now, there's another artist, another female artist who got very popular off of a song where she totally was ripping off somebody's flow and she didn't pay homage to me. That's stealing. You know what I'm saying? All right, so like we'll if you be- listen to the Young and May, the Ooh track, everybody loved Ooh, but she rapped just like Bobby Shmurda. Oh, what song? The Ooh joint, the her her uh, breakdown but, joint. That but I'm saying, I guess what Bobby Shmurda song was that? Oh, the hot nigga joint. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, their flow is basically identical, but she never came out and said, "Yo, I'm paying homage to New York, Bobby Shmurda." Da da da. Cardi B did, so I can't take that as she's stealing. You know. All right. So far as your style, describe your style and what think what you think makes you unique from all the other rappers in the game. I mean, for one, I don't fabricate stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I woke up and I drove in my Lambo and I'm about to go eat some gold nugget cereal. Like, no, nah, <laughs> we're not even about to do all that. Like, niggas are still trying to come up. Like, I woke up. I'm about to go tap my card and get on the Metro. It's all good, you know? Uh, I definitely get a lot of compliments on my voice. Uh, you know, people are usually pretty surprised when they hear my voice and the tone and the strength. Um, I'm definitely a dominant rapper in the sense of I'm very like, not overly aggressive in the fact of violence, but there's a lot of conviction behind my words. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I say it, you know that I mean it. So like rage was a little bit more rage. That's, that's an interesting comparison. You could say that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's it's with anything I say. So if I say, yo, you my brother and I love you, the way I'm going to say it, I ain't going to say it like no punk. Like, yeah, you my brother and I love you. You know, like, yo, you my brother and I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to feel what I'm saying. So what are your current projects, what you're working on right now? Right now I'm working on 3 a.m. Uh, this is actually a, uh, I don't want to say I'm paying homage because it's not that deep. But it's basically a collection of songs of, you know, females that I've been with that I've, Love, lust, loss, whether by choice or by force, uh, and just the inspirations or the muses, as many people will call them, the songs and the material that I've created over the years. I just kind of compiled it into a smaller project and just giving people this vibe that I've really been working on, I would say, for the past four years, probably, on the low. Um, That's my main focus right now. And then I also have another project that I'm just in the beginning stages of. Um, It doesn't have a title yet. It's going to be completely produced by an artist from Richmond, Virginia. He's on Gritty City Records, Rep a Ton. Uh, He's definitely popping out there. He just uh, wrapped up the Winter Circle Tour. And uh, he's actually going to produce an entire project for me after 3 a.m. All right. And I was ask you about your sexuality because I heard you in a song and you just mentioned it right now. So do you just kind of talk about your sexuality openly in your music? Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like it's a need to hide it because, I mean, Stevie Wonder could see that I'm a lesbian. You know what I'm saying? So, and it, but it's also not a thing of me throwing it in anybody's face. This is just my life. And the way that I, I formulate my music and the way that I word my songs, like, You can have a straight female that can listen to a song that I wrote about the person that I'm with. And that doesn't mean, you know, that she has feelings towards me. She could be thinking about her man. You know what I'm saying? Or a dude could play it and be like, yo, 
that remind me of my shorty. You know what I'm saying? I make music for the people. It's just my story. All right. Now I will say, do you do you think it's like it seems like it's coming like a little a trend a little bit? Because I remember like Young Ma and Angel Hayes. So it seems like it's like a lot of lesbians, more lesbians in hip hop than before. It might just be more people coming out because where we're at right now. But it seems like we have more now. Do you notice that? Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily that it's more. I think people are just more open about mm-hmm. it. So we've been you know had Queen Latifah, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, she just wasn't the Out type there. to really speak on it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just feel like now people are more open. To me, I don't see the point in trying to hide it. Because, okay, let's say I try to make it a big secret about me being a lesbian. I get out. Somebody's main goal is just going to be to what? Expose that Watch I'm a lesbian. Watch yeah, hold it over your head. So now it's like, I, I take my life like the last scene on 8 Mile. When Eminem just basically takes everything and he's like, here, tell the people something they don't know about me. You can't come at me with any insults because I've already owned up to it. Yeah, so what? I have a girlfriend. Get over it. Like, what does that have to do with the fact that I can still wrap circles around you? Right. And I know you do a lot of community work, too. So I want you to talk about that. I appreciate that. That's pretty. That's yeah, cool. definitely. Um, back home, I was definitely involved into a few anti-bullying initiatives. Um, back Down in Georgia, it was Stop Your Bullying. I also have um, Hip Hop Against Bullying. Uh, that I want to uh, bring it to the California area, but I'm still trying to get adjusted to like the school system. Everything is is very different out here compared to Virginia. It's very easy to get into the school systems back home and things like that. Um, I mean, I've dealt with everything from teen pregnancy to underprivileged youth uh, that live in like group homes and things like that. Any way that I can reach out to the youth and whether we're just painting a picture or having a conversation, if I can keep you from being in the streets just for an hour, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm still doing a little bit something better than the next man. You know what I'm saying? Just to help my community continue to prosper. And then, Farris, so what are you teaching about bullies? Cause, I mean, I, 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 I kind of like look into the subject a little bit. But then even animals, like the weak people, like weak, like even animals, they always get bullied. So it's always like survival of the fish. So what are you actually kind of teaching the kids about bullying? The main thing really comes down to self-esteem. Because many of the people that bully or children that bully others, they have self-esteem issues. And a lot of times when we see bullies, it's not necessarily that these kids are just like, I'm going to go to school just to be mean today. It's a lot of children that are at home dealing with their own abuse, you know what I'm saying? Or their own absent families or moms is working 50 million jobs because dad isn't there and they got to take care of their siblings. So these children are carrying a lot of stress and burdens with them. And because they're children, they don't know how to properly convey their emotions. So sometimes that's how, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you're in a relationship with your girl, your girl might be mad at you. She still love you, but she's going to do little brat stuff just to get your little attention because she mad at how you do or she just stressed out. That's how children are in a way like they don't they're not going to sit down at 10 years old and say, hey, you know, I'm really upset that this is happening at home or, hey, I'm scared when I go home. They're just going to go home and go to school. I mean, and just take that emotion out and transfer that energy to somebody else to make them feel OK for a little bit. That's what's up. So are you so I guess you're saying we need kind of like more outlets for them to let that stuff go. All the energy. That's so. exactly what we need. Um we definitely need more outlets for children, especially in the underprivileged area, areas in the community. For example, I'll, I'll use this example until I don't have to anymore, but like back home in Petersburg, Virginia, it's a highly minority populated areas, mostly black people. Um, they are shutting down schools. So you're having elementary, middle and high school kids with 30, 40, 50 students to one teacher or 
you know, the people that are responsible for the city are taking the money. So now they're closing the community center. So where are these children supposed to go? If it takes a village to raise a child, where is the village at? It's like we're giving up on the youth. And then when they go to the streets and they learn things from the streets and then they pass that on to their children and the cycle continues, then they're looked at as savages when no one really actually took the chance to help them. All right. So what are some of your interests and hobbies outside of music? Well, besides Um, community work as well. Outside of music and community work, I'm like a nature person. I rather like go for a hike. I love hiking, you know, going to the beach. Um, I'm not really complicated. I'm kind of a homebody when I'm like, because I'm so busy with everything else. So when I don't have to do something, I like to kind of just chill out. I'll even do artsy stuff for fun. Like I like to paint for fun, you know what I'm saying? Uh, But mostly I I just like to be active and out and just in nature and getting all my sun rays in and everything. And where do you see your career five years from now? Five years from now? Well, you're going to be doing a where are they now? And I'm going to tell you about all the awards I won. And all the community centers I opened up. That's what's up. That's what's up. And how would you define success? Mm, I feel like success is defined on a a person-by-person basis. For me, success is financial as well as emotional stability. Not just for myself, but for my family and for others. So I don't have to be the richest person with the house in the hills and 10 Lambos and this and that. I could have a modest home where my children or my future children, I should say, can go to school if they decide to or they can start their own business and I can help them with that. And I can help others. To me, that's success. Helping myself and helping others. All right. And what advice would you give to aspiring artists? Stay true to yourself and get on social media. I meet too many artists who are nagging and complaining that they don't get heard and then you go all right well where's your twitter where's your instagram do you have snapchat do you have facebook oh no i don't want this because of that i don't want that because of this now realizing that every market that you turn down that's a group of listeners that may not ever hear you you know what i'm saying you're cutting off your audience so stay true to yourself and put yourself out there that's the main thing i would say yeah you went to one of my other questions so you feel social media is important it's very important today. Uh, I feel like it's important, but at the same time, I feel like it's like a trap, man. Because people like they don't be enjoying their life no more. It'd be like, where are they at? They'd be like, hold on, I need my camera, and they be doing this shit while they supposed to be enjoying life. Well, you know, and that's for artists. That's why they need to have a team. So, for mm. example, like I enjoy when I go to events. Like I did an event at the um, LA Art Share and, you know, they had the red carpet. There were interviews. I'm not going to concern myself with, oh, let me, I have somebody with me. Usually it's like my girl. Hey, when you see me, she already knows. If you see me sitting at that table doing an interview, get the video, get the pictures. There's other people that should be worried about that for you so that you can just focus on being the artist. That's, that's a major key right there. I like that. Major key. <laughs> <laughs> right, I want you to give us the life hack that you use in your life. A life hack? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. What is a life hack? A life hack is like somebody was saying something like uh, every time somebody come in the house, they put sage on them, uh, put vinegar in your black pants, they don't fade, make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, put the jelly on first. So anything you use in your life like that that people might not know about. I actually uh, have a morning ritual of the organic apple cider vinegar and a little bit of water. 
uh, just because one, you know, for detox purposes, it's good. But then it also helps for like people with like stomach issues and things like that. I mean, like you could wake up, have a hangover. And that's not the only thing I use it for. It's a daily thing. But that's an example. And, you know, instantly you'll feel better. Um, I mean, really, I probably have a lot of life hacks because I'm definitely that person that will find the loophole. You know, it's about working smarter, not harder in my book. So if there's a loophole, I'm going to be the person to find it. All right. So next interview, we're going to have a list, right? I'm going to compile them. I'm going to pay attention to my day to day because, oh, and another life hack. For, and this is for like my mental health people. I actually, uh, my girl let me use her MAC lipstick for this, so shout out to her. But um, I have phrases on my mirror that are positive phrases. So it's a constant reminder for me. Basically, it just realigns me to be positive. So if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, I don't feel like doing this today. You know, good effing vibes. You are love. You are this. You are that. Those things real quick, I get myself together. It keeps me centered. It keeps me humble. And it's there every time I go to the bathroom. Yeah, I will say, do you have like a go-to affirmation you use? Um, It really depends on how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? But my, my main ones are basically like, you are love. Love is attracted to you. Uh, prosperity flows through you. That's definitely another one that I use. Um, you are... Uh, Dang, what's the other one? I have a notebook. So I have something else that I would I probably is, I see I do have a lot of life hacks. So actually, I start a notebook and I write down about five to seven affirmations in it, capital letters. I go to the bathroom. I say them at least five times and each time with more more conviction every day. Like if you, you got to say it like you literally believe it. Well, yeah. Yep. <laughs> got to put emotion. They say you have to uh, say it and you have to put your emotion to it. So, like, you saying it and you don't got no emotion to it, it's like, it doesn't it, hit your no subconscious. Point. Like, if I'm looking like, I'm going to have a great day. That's not going to work. I'm going right. to have a great day today. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, really put it in there. And what would you like to say to all your fans, people that have been supporting your career so far? Man, I just appreciate y'all for real. Like, at the end of the day, God gave me the talent, but y'all assisting, helping my voice come out there. If it wasn't for the fans and the people supporting me, you know what I'm saying, there wouldn't be this word of mouth that was spread so that other people would know about me and what I'm trying to do. So I'm just very thankful and appreciative. Well, same thing, but you get what I'm saying. I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No doubt. You want to tell me your social media? Yeah, man, you can follow me on everything at Miss Proper, M-S Proper. My website is hiphopmamecool.com. Drop me a message, man. I'm cool, man. I follow back all that good stuff. Popolitikin.com. Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.